Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. Well, we're still studying the book, uh, The King's Domain, Kingdomology 101 by Bishop A. Bernard Hector and myself. Um, it is about manifesting the kingdom right here and right now. And we've been talking about love, evidence-based love, how to know that you love God through specific actions. How do you know that you love yourself through specific actions? And now we're looking at how to love others and to be able to evaluate at any point at any time, am I really walking in love? The Bible Bible says, walk in love as God, for Christ's sake, has loved you. Am I really walking in that love? Am I really manifesting the nature and the character of God, which is love? And so we've been using 1 Corinthians 13 as our backdrop to really show us what love is. We've been telling people, 1 Corinthians 13, me, <laughs> which means love me according to what God says love is. That's why we love God first, because we get our definition of what love is from God. If you don't love God first, First, if you don't put God first, your definition of love is going to be off. It's going to be skewed. It's going to be, um, it's going to be out of off, off center. It's going to be out of bounds. So you got to start with God first so that you know that your love is in alignment with the nature and the character of God and not just a word that people throw around because they don't have anything else to say and do. So I start with loving God first because God is the definition of love. God is the essence of what love is. So putting God first puts my love in perspective. Why don't you tweet that? Why don't you put that on Instagram, on Facebook, um, on TikTok, that loving God first puts my love in perspective. I'm going to say that one more time. Putting God, loving God first puts my love in perspective. And then I know how to love myself. And then I know how to love others. While we're looking at page number 53 in the book, and it's giving us the nine neighbor networking principles. And we went over three of them uh, yesterday. We got our Mac on. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart if you got your Mac on yesterday. And that we realize that the foundation of a healthy relationship is mutual respect acceptance and communication. The only way that you're going to be able to have a healthy relationship is that there must be mutual respect, acceptance, and communication. We got our Mac on yesterday. And now today we're moving to the next three uh, neighbor networking principles, six, seven, and eight, which are openness, honesty, and forgiveness. And so our scripture for today is found in Luke chapter 8 and verse number 17. Again, that's the gospel according to Luke chapter 8 and verse number 17. And I'm reading from the King James Version of Scriptures. It says, for nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. I'm going to read that one more time. That's the gospel according to Luke chapter 8 and verse number 17. It says, For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, 
neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. And our subject for today is I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. That is a denial. Our subject for today is I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. Can you do that denial work again? I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. One more time for the subconscious phase of mind. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. Can you say that with power? Can you say that with boldness? Can you say that with authority? I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I remember when I did have something to hide. <laughs> give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you remember when you lived your life in such a way where you had things to hide. Um, if you remember when you lived your life in such a way where you had things to fear. Now, people really think that hatred is the opposite of love. But hatred is not the opposite of love. Because if you got a feeling of, of hatred, that, that means that that love is not being channeled in the proper direction. Uh, but the real opposite of love is fear. The Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. Fear and love cannot coexist at the same time. So when we look at these next three uh, characteristics or non-neighbor networking uh, principles, is openness, honesty, and forgiveness. Uh, I have not nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. Uh, Pulling point number one is openness. And the scripture says in 1 Corinthians, love always protects, it always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. Love causes you to be open. Can I say that again? Love causes you to be open. When you are closed, when your mind is closed, when your heart is closed, it's because there's a missing dimension of love in you. Can I say it again? Love is openness. And when you are love, when you're operating in love, you are open. You know, we often affirm I'm open and receptive to divine unlimited ideas. That when you're operating in love, you are open and receptive to other ideas. It doesn't have to be your idea, which means that you don't have anything to fear. When people are closed, it's because they're afraid of something. Can I say that again? When people are closed, it's because they're afraid of something. They're afraid of getting hurt again. They're afraid of being disappointed. They're afraid that somebody's going to not need them if, it, if, if the idea came from you as opposed to coming from me, that there's a fear there. But when you're operating in love, there is nothing to hide. There is nothing to fear. So therefore, I'm open. I'm open to what to hear what it is that you have to say. I'm open to hearing another perspective. I'm open to seeing it from another vantage point. I am open. I am open because I am loving. There's no way to be loved and to be closed. I'm open to receive from people. Amen. That many times people are giving, but they won't receive. They're not open to receive. You got to fuss and fight and beg and plead to get them to receive because their heart is not open. Their mind is not open. They're afraid that you're going to hold something over their head. Well, I brought this for you. And I did this for you. And so because of that fear, we close down. But when you are loving, you are open. I'm open to other ideas, opinions, suggestions. I'm open to give and receive love. I am open. Love causes you to open, to open your heart, amen, to be able to receive love, to open your mind to other people's ideas. And when you are not open, it's because there's something that you have to fear. It's because something that you have to hide. I'm open with my story. 
Each of us have a story. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. And I'm not ashamed of any part of my story because every part of my story brought me to this particular part of my life. So I'm open to share my testimony. I'm open to share my story. Many times I don't say names when I'm telling my story is because I'm trying to protect the innocent. (laughs) <laughs> but it's not that I'm not open. I can tell a story and don't have to tell somebody's name to protect them because they may not be as open as I am. But I really have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. Can you do that work with me today? I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. Amen. So I'm not operating in fear. I'm not closed down. My mind is not closed to new ideas and my heart is not closed to people and to love because I am open. Open. And a part of the nine neighbor networking uh, principles is openness. There's no way that you're going to be able to be in a healthy relationship. There is no way that you're going to be able to be in a healthy relationship if you're not open. As long as you're closed, the relationship is not going to be healthy. You're not going to be able to network with your neighbor. You're not going to be able to love your neighbor as yourself as long as you're closed. My heart, your heart can't be closed. Your mind can't be closed. You got to be open. And because when you have nothing to hide, nothing to fear, amen, then you can open up your mind to divine unlimited ideas and you can open your heart to be able to receive love from different people. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart, amen. I am open, I am open to new ideas, I am open to love and various people, I have nothing to fear, I have nothing to hide, amen. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart if you got that. All right. And so um, with the nothing to hide, nothing to fear. Pulley point number two. The second uh, neighbor networking principle that we're talking about today is honesty. People lie because of fear. Amen. People are a lie because they are afraid. If you really knew this about me, if you really knew this about my past, then you wouldn't be able to. If you really knew this about my current, (laughs) that you wouldn't love me, that you wouldn't respect me, that you wouldn't support me. And so people play with the truth, you know, and truth and love operate together. That's why the Bible says speaking the truth in love. There's no way that you can be in a healthy relationship and not be honest. I'm talking about honest, where I'm not hiding anything. I'm not, you know, fudging words and playing with sentences and phrases to give you an idea of something that is not the truth. Uh, lying is not just what you say. Lying is any anything, anything with an intention to deceive. Let me tell you, I grew up in church. And let me tell you, a lot of church people taught me how to lie. Can I say that again? A lot of church people taught me how to lie. I was an executive administrator for a spiritual leader. And um, the spiritual leader, again, I'm telling, I'm not telling names to protect the innocent. The spiritual leader would say, tell them that, um, that I'm not here, that I'm outside. Um, <laughs> and so when the phone would ring, um, she would step outside and I would say, you know, Pastor so-and-so is not here. She's outside. Uh, can she give you a call back? But she had just stepped beyond the threshold of the front door. Now, were the exact words that she said a lie? No, because she did step outside. But the, the person is not thinking that she heard their phone call. They're being deceived. They're not thinking that she actually 
heard the phone ring. We had caller ID back then, saw who was calling, didn't want to answer the phone, and so therefore stepped just outside the door where she can still see me on the phone with the person. But it was a lie because it was an intent to deceive. Anything where you're thinking about what words, what actions, how can I portray it in a particular way where the person walks away with this particular feeling, it's a lie. You're not being honest. And the text says in Luke 8, 17, and these are believed to be the words of Jesus, that there's nothing done in secret that shall not be revealed, that there's nothing done in the dark that is not coming into the light. And so when you lie to people, when you're not honest to people, let me tell you, truth has an energy about it. And, and, and uh, lie have an energy to it, too. And when people feel what they feel, like people, there be two people that are uh, intimately involved and they say, oh, no, we're not. We're not having sex. Oh, no, we're not involved. And the people can feel the energy. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. No, we're not a couple. People can feel the energy. And then when you play that mind game with people, tell them that what they're thinking is not the case, what they're seeing. They're not seeing what they're feeling. They're not feeling feeling, then people start going on a witch hunt to prove that what they're thinking and that they're not crazy, that what they're thinking and what they're feeling is really the truth and what you're doing is lying to them. So when you're going to be in a healthy relationship, and this is with your family, your friends, your uh, children, amen, I'm open and honest with my children. People say, oh no, you don't need to tell that, you know, to your children, you know, that's, you know, they shouldn't know that. Why not? I'd rather tell my children, my offspring, something than somebody else tell them. When you're operating in love, you have nothing to hide. You have nothing to fear. So you can be open <laughs> and you can be honest. Tell the truth and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. So therefore, you got to tell the truth. Be honest. Be honest about what happened to the very best of your recollection, to the very best. Tell the truth. Amen. All right. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. Come on. Uh, do that denial work again. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open and I am honest. Come on. Let's do that work again. I have nothing to hide. Love has no need to hide. Love has no need to fear. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. I am honest. Come on. Do it again. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. I am honest. All right. Pulley point number three. Not only does it say that love um, always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres, does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. Love loves the truth. Love rejoices in the truth. Pulling point number three. It says that um, that love keeps no record of wrong. That's forgiveness. That love keeps no record of wrong. And uh, somebody else said that love keeps no record of right. Amen. That it keeps no record where I'm not throwing up in your face the things that I've done for you. I'm not keeping any record of wrong. I'm not throwing up in your face what you've done. I'm not keeping a record of wrong. I'm not keeping a record of right. Um, forgiveness. I release and let go what you said, what you did. I release it and I let go because it doesn't just bother you, but it blocks me. When you don't forgive, it's blocking the flow of good in your life. There is a river of miracles flowing. There is 
is a river flowing of good. God's will for you is absolute good. And when you don't forgive, that means that you got something to hide. You hiding resentment. You hiding bitterness. You hiding, you know, you're hiding something in your heart. That there's something that you're afraid of. If I forgive, that this person is going to take advantage of me. So I got to hold on to what they did so that they cannot manipulate me, so they cannot control me, so they cannot take advantage of me again, so they cannot use me again, so they cannot abuse me again, so they cannot abandon me again. I got to hold on to this. So we hold on to it. But you're blocking the flow of your health. By not forgiving, you are blocking the flow of harmony in relationships by not forgiving. You're blocking the flow of prosperity, of increase, abundance, and overflow. You are blocking that flow when you don't forgive. And I don't care how, um, I, I, I don't say I don't care. It does not matter how holy and sanctified and righteous somebody is. They're going to say something. They're going to do something that's going to hurt your feelings that you're not going to like, that you're not going to agree with, and you're going to need to forgive them. And no matter how many spiritual uh, practices you do and principles you learn, that you're going to say something or do something that's going to offend somebody, whether intentionally or unintentionally, and you're going to need to forgive. You're going to need to release and let go. Y'all know my thing. I'm sitting on ready. I'm ready to forgive. 70 times 7. That's no record. For uh, 490 times per person, that's no record. We can barely get past three times. We on three strikes and you out. And he said 70 times seven, just to give a number to say that you're not to be counting. You're not to be keeping a record. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. I am honest. I am forgiven. I'm not going to let unforgiveness and bitterness and resentment. I'm not going to hide that in my heart. The Bible says if you regard iniquity in your heart, that you're not going to prosper. You know, I'm, I'm give me a clean heart. I have a clean heart. I'm not going to hide anything in my heart. The only thing I'm going to hide in my heart is the word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You know, so I, I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. I am honest. I am forgiving. That's our message for today. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to fear. I am open. I am honest. I am forgiving. I'm not afraid to forgive. Some people don't forgive because they're afraid to forgive. That I, if I really stop throwing up in your face what you did, if I really forget what you did, I'm going to be re-injured. So I'm not going to forgive. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to keep a record of it so it doesn't happen again. Again, let me say this to you. You only block your own flow. You only keep yourself with weight, weighted down mentally and emotionally, weighted down physically. And many times people are doing things. Amen. I'm giving a plug uh, for Bishop Hector. He's doing um, a, a, a program, an opportunity called Increase to Decrease or Decrease to Increase. Put it in there, Bishop Hector. I believe it's Decrease to Increase where people are getting rid of weight. And uh, getting rid of so much weight by increase 2022. And so there's a program where you can invest in um, decrease to increase. I believe it says I must decrease that he might increase. And so it's an opportunity to get rid of weight. But many of the weights that we are carrying is not just about diet and exercise. It's about bitterness and unforgiveness and stuff that we're holding on to. People that we are still holding on to what it is that they or oh, uh, Yes, yeah, see Bishop Hector for decrease to increase. But what will cause you to decrease and get rid of some of that weight? 
is forgiveness. Release it and let it go. It's caused you to get bigger and bigger. It's caused you to be obese, morbidly obese, because you won't forgive. And so when you let go of that, you'll be able to let go of the weight. You'll be able to release it and let it go. Amen. Hallelujah. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. You've been listening to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Foley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.